0: The following content has been provided by New St. Andrews College in Moscow, Idaho. For more information, visit us online at nsa.edu.
1: Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And we've met again. It's What Have You back at you. Back at you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's your turn to listen to another What Have You. Mm-hmm.
0: And back my up. mouth is full because Rachel brought her plate of roasted vegetables <laughs> into the car. <laughs>
1: They were good. I just got full.
0: So now Becca's full, so eating no, the rest of them. I'm like snitching off of the leftovers here. Nobody minds. They're Everybody good. wants you to be good. eating
1: roasted squash. I actually feel like talk. you need
0: to tell me about this because this is a really yummy fall lunch that
1: I am clearly not incorporating in my life. This was the last of the things I had in my house. So this was a roasted, it's butternut squash cubed mm-hmm. and red onion yeah. sliced. And then I had a can of San Marzano tomatoes that I chopped up a little oh. bit and threw in there. And um, a can of yum. artichoke hearts that are water, water mm-hmm. preserved artichoke yeah. hearts, and then some kale,
0: and it's good. Then feta. I'm switching to your fork because I'm using my fingers, but it's kind of starting yeah. to. the sound gonna...
1: effects of Becca tasting my yeah. roasted I'm veg just... It's just pepper and salt on roasted veggies. Do you not veggies. have olive oil or anything? No, I use the spray oil. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's referencing back once more to Weight Watchers. I. I'm sure it would be more this delicious a with a load of olive oil drizzled all over it, yeah. but it would be more full but of Weight no Watcher like points. like garlic
0: or anything happening? No.
1: Yeah. Well, the it's onion. Really good. The onion is probably the red onion is probably what you're tasting because yeah, there's that. Yeah. Anyways, that's what I have for lunch, and that's what Becca's now having I'm having lunch. it for lunch. She's <laughs> yeah. So, Becca, what have you been doing? Me?
0: I have been still trying to tile my entryway, but I have a big praise report that it's coming along and looking awesome oh that's good i know it's the i have the whole border done and then the center is those tiny little hex tiles so saturday was all about like laying them all out and figuring out what design i'm going to do in Mm. the in the central bit
1: it's like those whatever they are math manipulatives for children oh my word the little boxes and boxes of tiles like what shapes could you make so mathy this thing it is Mm -hmm. just something else that's super mathy in my life is the weaving and i i because it's far it's a lot more of that kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not as it's like a more disciplined kind of art i don't know it's artistic but it's more yeah there's math oriented if you're not paying attention to the maths one time years ago
0: we were redoing our kitchen which seems like I'm in a constant state in life of redoing the kitchen, but not having it done. But anyway, I... Oh, those are cute jeans. Thanks. Thanks. I like them. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> <This is bad. laughs> Speaking of math, look at how that would have been complicated to make those pleats. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, my
1: pleats, point here, be real, is we're redoing. You just made it seem like I'm wearing, wearing really pants. complicated no, pleated no. pants.
0: They are complicated pleated pants, but the pleats are on her knees. It's
1: the knee. They're like those jeans that have kind of a, it's like motocross kind mm-hmm. of a look. Except mm-hmm. for, I sort of like that, but I never like it when it's like fake leather or something no, in it. But don't. this is just the denim
0: has yeah, I like it. Anyway, but on the math thing though, we're redoing the kitchen, and I wanted, I was designing the hood to go over the stove. And I needed to tell Ben, he was going to build it for me, what angles I wanted. Oh, man. And I remember sitting there going like, I learned this. I will figure it out. And I, I will had, remember. I had to go
1: down the, down Tangent, the block. Tangent, seeking, cosine, you know, size, yeah. 3.14159. <laughs> four, four, nine. <laughs> 3 to the, X, the <laughs> X, X, X. X, We think trick class <laughs> is the best. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only been, what, I 20 know. something years but and we like, can both still do that. I was
0: like, I can do... So katoa. Yes, I oh, can. Oh,
1: I can. So okay, I. Had, but I had to go. I would have a rough, rough sledding trying to remember. It's over the Sine hypotenuse. It's opposite of hypotenuse. Cosine is opposite over hypotenuse. And and no wait. Yeah. Um, so
0: katawa.
1: Hypo- yeah. Because so adjacent tangent over hypotenuse. is opposite over, opposite over
0: adjacent. adjacent. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Thankfully, we still can do that.
1: <laughs> no, I but doubt I can. <laughs> I had to go
0: borrow a scientific calculator from a friend down the block. And I came back and I figured it out and I was like, trig glass paid off because that hood <laughs> came out the right angle because I, yeah, it was kind of, um, it went out to the sides left and right as <clears throat> they choke on your butternut squash. <laughs> it went out left and right, but it also sloped out. Towards you from yeah. the wall, uh-huh. so that was just a complicated angle there at the corners. Like what? Yeah, because it was. And Ben's angling like, every direction. "Tell me what angle I'm putting the table or the chop saw at when You're I Like build I the gotta spring. borrow the
1: calculator. I'm like, I really enjoyed trick. Like trick I loved, but I'm way out of practice with oh, it. So I'm, it's not well. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually beyond out of practice. I'm... But
0: I just and I felt like it came up a lot when I was doing um, pattern design. You really channel yeah. math there mm-hmm. too, but actually. This brings me to what I promised we would talk about last week. Perfect.
1: It's almost like we planned Seamless. it, but we didn't. Yeah. We did
0: not. No. Um,
1: so tell us, what did you okay. plan to talk about? Well,
0: I think last time we were talking about maybe articles that you might read on the internet and then get aggrieved at. Hmm. You know, we were talking about that. And I had bumped into one that... <coughs> bless Pardon. You, I had bumped into one that just I didn't care for. And... It was because, and, and of course when something ruffles me, I have to sit there and try and articulate, okay, what was it exactly that bugged me about that, and is that just my problem, or do I have a good point here? And the article, I don't remember all the details now, but it was all about why women do not need an education per se. Like, formal education is not necessary, and it in fact makes you worse as a wife and mother because it probably is going to make you what into it's going to a be, feminist. Like
1: stir up some ungodly emotions it's, about the maths
0: no it's going to make you into a feminist which will make yeah. you unsubmissive but it's
1: almost like if you were to if a woman were to really enjoy part of god's creation that we're obviously given that that would tempt her out of her yeah. lawful place yes. which is a straight up unbiblical but it's also
0: like your biblical place that you need to stay If you had brains, you wouldn't stay there, so you better stay there. Like, it's weird. It's It's weird. Mm. But anyway, the thing that there was this one little throwaway comment about it, about saying women don't need a formal formal education to um, fulfill the biblical command of being submissive wives with clean and tidy homes. And so here's what I think after. After thinking about this and trying to articulate what it was that bothered me, because the thing is, the scripture does say women are to be keepers at home. And if,
1: if I want to throw one thing in here, just as an aside, is that even though we think that that's a sad place to be, where people are saying women should just be at home with no right. other education or no whatever, that's still, we think of that as a sad version of our people. And I still think way more joyful mm-hmm. than the women who think I don't need God if I have my career and oh, my. Yeah. My because social life, which is what most of the feminists are doing. So, our criticisms of those people is still the criticisms of, of family, and that we're fam- saying yeah. at least you're acknowledging. Yeah. The Bible's authority in your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. And that's good. But we're not ashamed of them in that sense. We're sorry for them.
0: <laughs> the thing that was bugging me was the line about the tidy home. Because I was like, here's the thing.
1: Becca, why would that bother you? Yeah, and why would and that I'm, bother me? Why would that give us a little... And see, here's the thing. You
0: always have to check your motives. Because it's like, am I just being annoyed because my house isn't tidy? So I don't like it when somebody says that. People talk about being tidy. And the thing is, my house is... Oh my gosh. Because... I have no kitchen cabinets, so you can only imagine where things are there. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know. I'll tell you the dark news about my house um, Hmm. untidiness. Last night when we did the great cleanup, I was like, get me the vacuum. And the vacuum prong had fallen off of the plug. Oh. I was like, what? So we are vacuum free. And it's been about 27 minutes and I'm about to die.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. But anyway, the point is, is, like... Yeah, we're under construction. We've got a lot going. I'm teaching. I'm doing a bunch of stuff. So, yep, there are there are piles of things on the basement stairs that really shouldn't be there. Like, they really should have gotten put away. Something somewhere is not cool about that. Right. So, but I'm saying, you don't want to react to something defensively. Yeah. And not think it through. So, I'm like, okay, here's my question. The Bible does say women are, are to be keepers at home, which means... You really should take that seriously. But does it actually say that you must have a tidy home? And this is why I think I was being really chapped about this. Is that that is, um, I think, a weird anachronistic thing that comes from, like, our conception of Americana and suburbia. And I don't think it actually comes from a biblical worldview. So here's what I mean by it. If you think about for most of human history, the way industry worked is that people had their business at their home, right? Mm-hmm. So still, Husbands and farmers wives were
1: more all, uh, yeah, so all the, in on the everybody's same job. All in.
0: So if a blacksmith is a blacksmith, it's happening at his house or he's living near his shop or, well, you know, like that's traditionally how life tended to go, right? And... I just was trying to think like, okay, the Proverbs 31 woman is obviously centered around her home. It's in, she's industrious, she's working, but do I picture her with neatly organized bins with every little thing in its place and stuff? Or do you picture her as probably having the flax drying all over the roof and having you know, like a place where a lot of work was happening, like productive work. And so I... I think that this the idea about tidiness comes from a, a moment in history, where after the Industrial Revolution, work and home got separated more. Where it was right, like the husband would, well, like, now, would like go to the office, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. he would go to the factory or he would go to the office, and the the place of commerce moved away from the home, which I do not think is a bad thing, but I do think that it meant that home became weirdly siphoned off as a place of leisure and the woman stayed there and the work like work that has sawdust and mess and productivity yeah that got taken somewhere else and then the woman stayed at home where you're supposed to be restful
1: well i would say that i have met a lot of women who won't get into learning new things or trying something Because it would make a mess or it would like interrupt their routine Uh that keeps everything totally in perfect columns. But it's weird because I just feel like. So I, and I think that if you, I, I have nothing against
0: tidiness because to be honest, I'm on like the giant quest, the perennial quest for some tidiness. So I'm not against that. But I think that if you separate tidiness from productivity, then that's really dangerous.
1: Yes, because Yeah, like if it's like, just get this into a uh, freeze. Like, let's now, just get this somewhere. And the somewhere. thing is, we all It's still really, though. really hard for me to fathom because I think my house, there's so much traffic. And I know it is the kind of things that we do. So, it's true. But it's not like my house is ever staying put anywhere.
0: But, see, this is my thing. Is that, like, if you separate tidiness from productivity and you actually... Um, prioritize the tidiness, the productivity will fall off. Like yeah, you're not yeah, you're not totally. accomplishing anything except the tidiness itself. Right. And the thing is is that I we all know that a tidy workplace is the most productive workplace. If you're trying to be productive and you don't know where anything is, that, yeah, that cuts into your productivity. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not saying that tidiness is bad, but I think that to I think what we've done, like when you look at like okay, the biblical injunction to be keepers at home. I don't think that means keep everything tidy at home. I think it means be productive at home.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Like be productive around the home. Keepers is probably just, it's just someone is tending it. Like it's a garden. Like, meaning you're someone is there aware of what needs to be planted when and how to do, like, what are we doing? We're going to harvest this now. We're going to plant this now. We're going to do this now. Take ownership of this. But I think that
0: this... We then read it as suburban America, where you just have to be at home and keep things like tidy and clean, right. and that's it. That's the end of it. And I just think we should mm-hmm. maybe be a little bit more broad. Maybe have a bigger idea about what we want to. Yeah, and and I'm not like I'm like I said. I think that we shouldn't separate tidiness and productivity. I think that that's the problem. And so I think okay. that sometimes. The the it's conservatives to ten, ten point you speak a truth about it. Well, it's like the conservatives tend to, like if they want women to stay at home and just have the crock pot going and the bins are labeled, then then there's um, it's prioritizing the tidiness and then you've got the feminists who prior, prioritize the productivity. Like I can't be, I, I think, have to go do something. I want to productive. say something
1: because it just reminded me of Marie Kondo and the whole. Life Cleaning Magic of Tidying Up, uh-huh. that one of the things that's so obviously wrong in her world is this this idea that only things that are bringing you joy ought to be near you. Have a you. place. <laughs> no, like it's okay to get rid of anything uh-huh. that's not bringing you joy. And it's funny because you think there's nothing about hold this item and think, is this part of my duty? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, or is this something I ought to do for someone? Or is this Mm a thing? And she's writing from a totally different planet and without children and without Christ. So it's not like I'm blaming her for not thinking of this. But Mm -hmm. if you're a Christian woman and you're thinking, in my house, I want everything to be so streamlined so that nothing but the things that give me pleasure or joy are around me. Mm -hmm. Instead of thinking
0: in... it's okay, like, I thinking think about what I'm this trying too, to though. say is
1: it's almost like back to the garden analogy. It's almost like saying, I only want things around my garden that are ready to harvest and beautiful <laughs> and not, I'm not going to do anything with the weeding or with but the see, manure. Here's the thing though.
0: I have, I was thinking about this the other day too, is I do think that women, well, we have obviously a large preoccupation with beauty in general.
1: Mm-hmm. Beauty in the home personally, beauty in the heart of the beholder <laughs> <laughs> The eye the, the eye, eye it's not even the heart. No, I'm but joking about that, that's a dumb,
0: yeah, is. I always think but dumb. thing. But the thing is is that like that's a big part of of what women want to yes. channel. Yeah, yeah, want yeah, totally. to make a, and, and it can be done obediently or disobediently right? Mm-hmm. So the desire to make a beautiful home, what is the point of it? And I think the Marie Kondo approach is, it is My to make pleasure. me My, happy. Yeah, it is all about me. And you can also do it where it's like I am doing it to impress other people, and in that order makes me that happy. they look at me.
1: But it also makes me happy when other people when look other at people me it and... brings
0: me joy when people. One of the things I get me. a lot of joy out of it, <laughs> is that <laughs> it sparks joy in me. So, so there's this idea. <laughs> <laughs> there's this idea that like you keep your house clean. In order that if any unexpected visitor visitor ever came by, they would be impressed with me. Right? Right. Like, Or I keep it clean because I can't handle it if it's not clean. And then, and I thought, but the whole point of this is like, you should be using it and looking through it. And trying to get other people
1: to look through it also and not at at you. At Christ. Like, this is a reflection of who I love. Yes. Because like this is a reflection of why do I live my life like this? Because of the great love that was shown me. Yeah. And, and is, not like, like, like it's not about me. It's about him. Yeah, yeah. And
0: beauty is powerful and compelling as a
1: way to draw people. I would say that if you're thinking about that, all of the conflict with people in your home, messing up what you've done to it, is eliminated because if you're thinking of it, of this is just a reflection of God's great love to me, then you certainly can't get your skivvies in a knot over somebody missing the garbage can with their napkin. Sure. Right. right. You're like, this is not about me anyways, but having a beautiful
0: home really can be very powerful and compelling, but it's so easy for us to do this little pee and thimble thing where instead of pointing people to the beauty of holiness the beauty of Christ the beauty of redemption and so forth we use it to point them to our own
1: special skills at organizing well one thing is i'm super good at this i have you know to say I, mean? I have to say that um i i have okay so once upon a time my husband and i had a man stay with us for a night that we had no previous connection with okay it was not someone that we were in tune with and he said to us, he wanted to stay up and talk and visit. So we were sitting there, talking with someone we knew not, and it was women. Might have been an angel, Rachel. Hmm. Unawares. Pretty sure not. <laughs> but uh, we were chatting with him. We did know him. I mean, it wasn't someone we picked up off the street. We knew of him. We were sure. just putting you were him just up. We were just putting him up. Yeah. Um, and anyways, talking in this whole issue of like your college education came up yeah, okay. and he said, I have the hardest time with this. I still think it's so funny. He says, so what do you call yourself to me? And he was an older man. So he was like probably our dad's age. So he was yeah. an older man. He says, what do you call yourself? What do you say that you do? And I right. said, I would say I am a homemaker, like yep. a mom and a homemaker. And he said, well. I don't want you to say that anymore.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, and uh, I was if like, only well, you told
1: me well, earlier. If I knew the boss was in town. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, was like, come again? Like, were you really telling me you don't want me to say this? And he said, no, I want you to say that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. This had this was part of a metaphor that he used. It was a good metaphor. It just was running amok, okay. like it was. Okay. It was good, but he said, "I want you to say that you are the chief executive assistant to the ambassador." No, he didn't. Yes, he did. To the ambassador. To that's Luke. He's the ambassador of the king. So, he wanted Luke to be the ambassador. He wanted me to say that my husband is an ambassador, and I'm the chief executive assistant to the ambassador. Let me whip up a business card real quick. Well, exactly. I said, because this will just go over really well wherever I bring it up. And he said, so he told me he did not want me to say I was a homemaker anymore. That's what he wanted me to say. He said, this is what I want you to say instead. And he told me me that. And I sat there. Looking at him, and Luke was holding. We're like sitting together. Luke's holding my hand, and I, I'm just looking at him. I said, Well, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, he, and uh, it was so funny though because it was just like the chief executive assistant to the ambassador yeah, yeah. almost killed me dead. The idea of introing myself I was like, you No, know, his idea. That the Christian home is like an embassy in yeah. the... Is, is an embassy of heaven yes. in the world is spot on. Yeah. But going so far as to give yourself a new job title because well, of it, it also, is off topic. I The thing that makes me sad about that when I hear
0: people do those versions of things... Is it feels so pretendy? It feels well, like Well no, it
1: feels like we're trying to give ourselves a participation like, ribbon yes, or something. I like like, I'm too embarrassed to say I'm a homemaker. Right. Because there's some connotations with that. So So I'm gonna
0: say I'm the CEO of the whatever because that it's like you have a CEO job, so do I.
1: Yes, why and, why I too have risen and, to the top of my field.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it just feels like oh, it feels so like, funny. like a sad pretend Of somebody trying to play dress ups and pretend they're just awkward. It's It's just super awkward. awkward.
1: But I did say uh, later, he told me he also didn't want me to mop anymore. (laughs) Why? Because I'm the chief executive assistant. (laughs) I'm not the housekeeper. He was like, elevate yourself. Who's the housekeeper? I oh, know I'd have to bring someone in. I was going <laughs> to have to bring in help. And I said, you but know, But they though. would be the... He was like, you, as the chief executive assistant to the ambassador, you are too qualified to be cleaning your own floors. Like, you... And it was something about, like, your children need to see you. Okay, there's plenty of things about this that are not evil. It's, like, it's perfectly fine to be saying, in other cultures and in other places with the lady of the house is not the person cleaning the so toilet no, but we don't live in it but we live England. we live where we live and yeah. that's just the whole story like if only so i was he born... was like no you need to be bringing someone in to do that work for you while you focus on the work you need to be doing for the ambassador wow it was a big scheme. <laughs> well, this reminds me. Hold we on. we just this, sat around being so awkward. This, that, like, this
0: reminds me of oh, when a woman, hard. a woman who also was married to a college president, gave me <laughs> gave tip, me her hot, hot tip, tip, her advice, and it was it was great. I relished it a lot because she was like, "Oh, you need to know this tip because you have kids. When you entertain at your house." tell the food staff to make dinner for your kids that's oh. such a time saver i was like, like
1: wow mm-hmm. i'll leave myself a note <laughs> <laughs> hey it's food been staff. Just kind of like hey lady in charge of the food i said i laughed your i kids was like, too. Well,
0: my kids kind of are the food staff <laughs> Because it's like yeah, oh, it's we don't so we don't have it's food just staff so good. That when so I good. entertain at my house, the food staff shows up and puts the event and on you're like one thing it's I remembered like, is
1: feed my kids. It's yeah. so funny. I But it's
0: kind of like, well, I'm not opposed to that if I lived in well, a there's, world. Well there's there's where a number a of thing. things.
1: You can be like caught up in that, like, oh wow. You know, the Proverbs thirty one woman would have had tons and tons uh, of servants and servants. help. So I doubt that it was the Proverbs thirty one woman cleaning her own floors. But at the same time mm-hmm. We have a ton she of staff. She was getting up
0: early though to um feed her servants.
1: Yeah, but but one thinks she was probably in a managerial position of this. But whatever, she was a busy lady. She yeah, handled she it. She but was. the thing that I'm wanting to say about this is that it's funny because because you're like, yeah, they had servants, and you know what, we do too. Yeah, I've like, got a I vacuum, have a washing machine. A I have a dryer. Washer. I don't have a vacuum. Are you rubbing that in now? <laughs> so, Oh. we have the dishwasher, Rachel, the washing machine, I would like you to the vacuum. That. Oh, I would too. It's like the I'd I want all you like to insane. stop.
0: I want you to stop just treating your What servants. do you think?
1: Do you think the embassy should have a vacuum I or think not? the embassy <laughs>
0: is too important to not I have a vacuum. I think the
1: embassy should absolutely have a vacuum. <laughs> so Anyways, it's like, think of all those things that we do actually have. Like, we have the garbage truck comes by once a week yeah. for us. Like, we have access to a uh-huh. ton of help. Uh-huh. And so, it's not like we, we are... have Amazon. I'm going to say, this reminded me of a totally unconnected thought. All right. Unconnect. No, it's not totally. It's just skipping. It's Disconnect skipping along. lot from where we it's are. It's a daisy chain thought. Okay. And that is that I just reminded myself of when people say, oh if only we were in the simpler times where women didn't struggle with postpartum depression because, because we lived in a community where your mother was there to help you and where your people, you know, like where... We lived all you, together, so everyone was helping to bear this burden, and, and so a newly you died um, in childbirth, and a, and, a, and a newly delivered mother would have tons of time to just be sleeping and stuff because everybody else would be handling it. Oh my! But what what make believe land is this? People think this about the olden days is that when we all lived in closer community, we didn't struggle with some these problems because you weren't so isolated when you're dealing with it. Maybe maybe that is the case in some you know small margin of area. Mm. But the thing I always wonder every time I see that is everybody says it. Like, it's like saying, well, I should have servants like the the Proverbs 31 (laughs) woman had. It's like, well, why are we not reading that and being like, if only I could be a servant to someone. Because... All we're doing is reading it from the perspective of who should have helped me instead of thinking Wasn't there like if that... we went back to this plan we're talking about mom's problems are also my problems now uh-huh. like if we're going to uh-huh. be merging like this it's not my burdens that are carried by all and I don't ever have to touch anyone else's mm-hmm. That to me, that's the thing, is it like But it's you know, always like,
0: easier to be really sacrificial and helpful in your make believe than in
1: real life. Well you're awesome at it probably because you you're are just full you're, of the joy of the Lord. You're generous. Your... <laughs> you're giving. There's you no... get up really early in and order you to do these be, things. you wouldn't be like jealous of it. No, no, Not in that world. world. There aren't headaches in that not world. Not in the make believe world. There's land. never headaches.
0: And the trick is, remember dad would always say this, people who always say, if I won the lottery, I would support all the missionaries and I would do this and that. Yeah. It's kind of like, if you're not generous with the money you do have, you're not, it does does you no good to be generous with the money you don't have.
1: Yes. And you haven't shown anyone that you're actually going to do it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I guess the thing I meant is that you can be like, yeah, I don't have help. Why do I have to do all this work? But you're like, and none of us are ever seeing. like, why am I not the help for someone else? Yeah. Why was I not born like, a man, servant? man, why was I not born in this era when I would have been rising at dawn to go stock the coal fires <laughs> in everyone's rooms?
0: Well, wasn't that some weird reality show? Yes. Yeah,
1: so embarrassing. I think you just told me about this. I don't think I watched it. This was it. years ago that we watched part of, I don't even remember what it's called, but they, like, just moved volunteers into an old English house. Uh and they basically just gave them roles like they were like you'll be the lord of this manor uh and the lady and then we'll get you a lot of servants yeah and it turns out that that didn't go so well but the funniest (laughs) part about it the the thing that i just thought was like ah the heart of man yeah was it took about seven hot seconds before the couple that were cast as the the Earl and that the, as the yes is the nobility uh-huh. that that couple was like snooty beyond all to all of the. Well, weren't help? they saying kind of like we were born in the wrong? Like, like, we were just born this, we were made for this life. Yeah, yeah. This is, and this is where we should have been. been And it was so funny because, but they immediately, yeah, like this, (laughs) like this. We should live here with all these servants that we refuse to acknowledge in the hall because we are better than they are. Yeah, Uh so funny. It was, it was sort of like whatever that horrible Stanford experiment was about Uh, the jail, the prison prison experiment. Yeah, Yeah. it was like that one, wasn't it? About 30 minutes before the prison (laughs) guards were. So were, horrible. <laughs> <just> really, <laughs> they had to call the really whole thing disturbing. off. It was like enough for a horror film. Yeah. Like Everyone turns evil in 30 seconds yep. and it's just yep. real bad. Anyways, it was kind of like that. Yeah. It was an interesting thing. But
0: then the servants turned out they didn't think they'd been born in the wrong century. They felt
1: not They in, felt like, they felt not I enchanting. love my real life. I yeah. love my real life uh-huh. that is not me being a chambermaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, this is one of my less favorite jobs. Take me back okay. to the mini mall where I work in the dumb... Well,
0: who was it that said somebody smart? Was it a founding father or maybe uh no it wasn't? I can't remember. Somebody smart Somebody who said when you're when you are imagining the ideal society. Oh yeah, you gotta you see, see yourself not as the know, lowest. Well you should not know where in that society you would be born. Right. Because we all can imagine a, a perfect society in which we are the, the <laughs> boss cheese. <laughs> we are the ones who get to the have boss. everyone minister it's to our every whim.
1: the boss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and I and told that like, story in this, I didn't so, I? I hope Moses so. If I didn't tell you. Sorry, Jews. I accidentally gave away that authority and told him he was the boss cheese. <laughs> I've never gotten it back. He's yeah. been claiming it. He just is the it and claim it. But the
0: thing is, is if if you can imagine the ideal society where everyone brought me meals so that I wasn't having postpartum depression, right. and, and then someone... that's very different than, like, imagine the ideal society where you're the unthanked volunteer.
1: I feel like we've probably talked about this, but all of the articles and blogs and articles and everything... We must have talked about this. But the title is always the thirteen things you should never have said to me when I was sad about not being married. Twenty two things. Twenty two ways you should have ministered. Thirty one things the church is doing wrong to the you're like, Oh my word. And at half the time when you trouble yourself enough to look at the list. They contradict them. Oh, they do. So they they'll do. be like, number three, take the baby immediately if you come to my house and tell me to go take a shower. And then they're like, number seven, never take the baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is yeah. ridiculous. Plus the fact that it's the absolute worst to think that because you've been through something, you know what everyone going through that thing would need no, or exactly. want or desire. I have been morning sick. I get very morning sick. The last thing that I would ever desire, ever, ever, would be for anyone to come over and start petting my head or holding a rag on my forehead or rub me. I would just be like, get away from me. And Uh I think, but there are people who really want that kind of comfort. And I think you can't speak across personalities and lives that freely. But the reason I mentioned those was more that, talking about like being born in the lowest society it's like when you have a problem when you have a situation the real biblical response is not to write articles about how everyone else ought to have uh, yeah, to have handled exactly. your trial but to be thinking through what's the biblical way to bear this trial like, it's like It's not about shocker, what everyone shocker. else may or may not have the done. The thing
0: is, we're so good at applying the scripture to everyone else.
1: It's that classic, isn't it that classic <sighs> yeah. car- Is It's a cartoon that's like the husband and wife sitting across from each other at the table with their books open. And he's like reading something about being a good wife. And yeah. she's reading like the manual for husbands. Yeah. And, and they're like, like studying up on what the other person We're all good do. at it.
0: And strangely, we were still good at it as a human race when Jesus told us. To to take the beam out of our own eye, perhaps, before we start writing blog posts about the speckles in other people's (laughs) eyes. Speckles. (laughs) Uh, No, it's It's so true. It's funny. It is funny because I feel like we're very, very quick to want everyone else to have to... Well, like, these are the
1: words you should never have used. This was a hurtful thing that you did. This is Well, I just
0: saw one the other day that was like 28 different things you should say instead of ever saying stop crying. And I was like,
1: but see, here's the stop thing. Stop crying, though, is so on some, point. Yeah, some and sometimes time.
0: what really needs to be said is stop, stop crying. <laughs> other times. Period. Yeah. And other times mm-hmm. you really shouldn't say that. You should say, tell me all about it. That's fine. That's good in its certain contexts. But it's certainly not one of those lists to put on the fridge. In no circumstance should you ever say I'm just stop worried crying.
1: about where you would be if you started thinking that was how you had to live. Like, if you're like, oh, my word. And
0: especially to yourself, you know what you ought to say to yourself a lot of the time? Stop crying. Oh, I thought you were saying that they told
1: you to say no to yourself. It ought to just just be, or I'll open up a can of something.
0: It's basically (laughs) like, don't be self-indulgent. Like, say that to yourself. If you're being self-indulgent, I don't mean it's ever wrong to cry. I just mean that, like, there's a way of just getting in there and wallowing in self-indulgence. Man, and and if you won't say it to yourself, somebody else maybe well, is going to need to.
1: Well, if you won't say it to yourself, imagine the poor fool who has to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They'll be handed a list it's, of 28 things you should have said It's instead. a good
1: reminder for Christian women, though, to think in terms of giving yourself the hard counsel. Yes. And doing that before your poor husband has to. like, yeah. bef- Like, you can do it. You mm-hmm. can, a lot of time, mm-hmm. all you need to do is get outside of your own little and self and this, look at yourself as though someone was just describing the situation yeah. in the abstract. Yeah. And, and oftentimes we act as if when
0: emotions happen to us, they are things like a rainstorm or a windstorm that you have no control right. over. It just came, the emotion There's came.
1: It's like, well, sometimes and you could turn off the bathtub faucet <laughs> and pull the plug. <laughs> like your house doesn't have to be flooding right now. You could yeah. go stop that nonsense. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing is
0: is that is in fact what one of the fruits of the spirits is, which is self-control, mm. which means that you do have a say in some of these things. Like actually yeah, you being have a able say to, in not listening to right. certain Being things. able to govern your spirit or at least pull it back onto the straight and narrow when it veers right. off. Right. And I
1: think practicing looking at Practicing really paying attention to your own like, um, you know, like in poker tells that people have uh-huh. tells, uh-huh. paying attention to your own tells of oh, yeah. how are how am I starting to spin this in, yes. in a different yes. way? Like, am I lying? Yes, I am because I'm running through it in my mind trying to find the right phrasing of what might yep. might yep. justify this, like yep. or what might. Or what is this? Instead of just, instead of calling your own bluff every time you see yourself starting okay. to do that.
0: And we often think that we just, I felt this way, which means I needed
1: to express it because otherwise Duh. what would have happened? And Duh. it's like, well, like, oh, one thing is maybe you could not be leaving all this emotional carnage behind <laughs> you. <laughs> It was on my mind to say that. It was on my mind. So I what I did was sometimes the best thing of all uh, the word the best thing of all is just to discipline the attitude or like whatever trouble Uh you may be having. That the spin control thing is an interesting thing though. And what I remember I think I wrote about this somewhere, but but when I had the twins, when they're when the twins were babies and my big girls were barely toddlers, so it was a wild time. And I saw in myself that saying I was overwhelmed was a tell. Mm-hmm. It was it was me giving myself yep. the freedom. Like I was allowing myself a category of yep. I don't feel like handling this right now. Yes. And when I would say I was overwhelmed, who in their right mind would tell me that I had no right to be overwhelmed? Right. Right. Like I had four, like seriously, it would have been... Bless my husband, because he has never been afraid of me. <laughs> Thank the Lord for that. Isn't that good? That even at such times as that, he would not hesitate yeah. to tell me that I clearly was just rocking the bad attitude. <laughs> but, all that, like, that aside, I'm saying that I realized, and even he, he's always been very honest with me about that, but even he had not... Known that me saying I was overwhelmed was me making excuses for my yeah. own self, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. and when I realized it, yeah. I was like, "This is bad. Yeah, this is dark. And, yeah, and I the thing that felt like jumping off a high dive was telling him that I knew that now. Uh huh." telling and i told mom too i think i probably told you i told anyone that talking to i I may have said that Uh too so i had no recourse (laughs) i could never go back (laughs) i was like oh snap yep i'm gonna have to cut myself off at all of my outlets yeah the people who would not have been like rachel come on yes like all of them are not people who pander to me but it still was if i had been like i'm just super overwhelmed you would be like it'll be okay you know hang in there and nobody would have just been like oh shut up you're not either like deal with it or like just thank the lord and roll up your sleeves and quit fussing like They wouldn't have. So I'm just saying that was, that was an example of something that I saw in myself of like, this is the tell. This is me re spinning the story when I really just mm-hmm. have a bad attitude. I'm spinning it as the situation is too yeah. intense uh-huh. for me. And I was like, yeah. I don't think that that's, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. And it's good to start being cynical. Yeah. I dare of you yourself. all. I dare you all to find something like that and then kill all of your opportunities well, for using it's it. It's a good idea. It to was to just bizarrely think you, spiritual exercise. On yeah. That like one. what yeah. do
0: I find myself telling my husband all the time? Like what it's are just some super of,
1: crazy and I'm things, just super not Well, yeah. things
0: that would fall into the general he, under the general heading of complaints. All the things or that excuses. are wrong. Excuses or complaints? Like, that's a good in- or that's an or like like exercise. one
1: thing that I would say with women. This is not I mean, this is a difficult thing to say probably, but think about it. It's hypothetical. What are the things that nobody else can check for you? Do you really have a bad headache, or are you just annoyed? Uh... Do you know what so I mean? True. Are you really, what are the things that you could say? I'm just hormonal right now because mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, is that really the problem or is it the sin you fell into? Yeah. Like, is it this? And those are the kinds of things that you might tell your husband or you might use repeatedly through yeah. your life. It's yeah. like fallback. I just don't feel really good might be code for, I decided I want to go lay on the bed and watch Netflix while everyone does something else. Like I, you know, like yep. I'm just saying, yep. look at things. that's like, is that totally a hundred percent honest or right. is that an unhealthy indulgence indulgence in some way? Yeah. Yeah. And if it is, then go kill it off. So you can't ever do it again because yeah. that is a bold and valiant exactly. move. It's wild, actually. It really was oh, funny because yeah. it's not just vulnerable to tell someone you were doing that. It's vulnerable because you know you can never do it again. Right. Right. <laughs> You're like, ah, and it sounds so little and petty. You know, yeah. like that. What? It, why would yeah. I have wanted to say that? I don't yeah. know. It was still good for me. So oh, that's, no, that's the challenge. Good. That's good. Okay,
0: we need to have a tip. Yeah. Go. What's your tip? You have a tip. You said you have. Oh, one. Well, I haven't thought of a good one.
1: Okay, see if you can drum one up. My rule of life is that when you feel behind on life in any way, just try to get ahead on Christmas. You just, <laughs> I'm just always, sometime usually, I have ordered wrapping paper for Christmas sometimes in the, in the middle of summer. Thank when it. I'm like, know what I could do that would really be killing it. <laughs> but the biggest, the best tip is for me is two gallons of black bags. The big Ziploc bags. And I put a box or a bag up in the top of my closet. And I have a two-gallon Ziploc bag for each kid. I write their name in Sharpie on it. And then as I find little doodads and things for stocking stuffers, I buy them and I throw them in their Ziploc bag in the box. Mm -hmm. What makes this system brilliant is that it used to be before I had this idea it used to be that I would have a stash of stuff but you didn't know really who what thing was for and that's just like a big nightmare of tangled stuff yeah and so it's way better for me because I can very quickly throw all the bags out on the bed look at who has nothing who has something and then shove it all back in the bag and put it away yeah and then the two gallon bags actually fit that's, like, if they're not too stuffed, that's, like, the size of our stockings. So I know how full the bag should be in relation mm-hmm. to the stocking. That's good. That's very so easy. That's and this good. time of year, there's a lot of, like, back-to-school supplies that are now on clearance. Like, like little, like, pencil bags or fun pens mm-hmm. or things that yeah, are, and they're, like, good. great stocking stuffers. That's awesome.
0: So my Christmas tip, you, I know, will turn your nose up. At I don't. You yeah, I you don't.
1: Do. Yeah, you do. Just a little. Yeah,
0: a little bit. I can see it going up already and you well, don't even know. Well, because
1: I'm the tipster of the two-gallon bags. I know. That's the kind of tip I, use I go for. I use your tip. I have taken your tip to All right, heart. go ahead. Tell the people. No,
0: I like to, <clears> of course I do, like to make <laughs> labels. It's terrible. I have the packaging side of me that gets involved. The packaging side is always involved. <sighs> it is, but here's the thing. I do, it's hard with five kids, well, you have even more, to keep track of how many presents you have for each person. You know what I mean? It's like your This it's is like not your what I thought trip. we were talking no, about. No, it's like your gallon Ziploc thing. You yeah. know, like you find out you've been buying all one kid's stockings and forgot yes, about the other. Yes, I used,
1: I should have mentioned the Manage
0: Christmas app. Oh yeah, I didn't love that last year. But anyway, <laughs> I like to keep, I like to keep a notebook in my purse. But anyway, I will design a fun label and I do, I'll just print them off at the beginning where I have like Six labels that say Knox, six that say Jemima, six that say Bell, six that say Hero. You know, like that. And they're cute, and I try and have them channel some kind of festive look because I bought a huge, like, till the world ends, I will never run out of this huge roll of brown craft paper. Mm. And I have it on a big industrial dispenser that I got from Uline.
1: I have the big roll of white paper. Right I, think I think I'm going to order white this year.
0: I think I'm going to order white because I do love it. You just pull it out, tear For it off. For years
1: I had red and white polka dot on one side yeah, and red and white striped really on the other side. And I cute. used that until we couldn't see it anymore. And
0: see this one I had last year, I bought the brown craft. Because... Oh, I would like plaid. Yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah. But see, I just, and then I, I kind of like it when all the gifts sort of coordinate under the tree. I think that's what, anyway, so I have a big thing of brown craft and I might use that again this year. I don't know. But as I get the gifts, I can just wrap it and stick Knox's label on there. But it's very easy for me without going and rummaging around under the tree Mm -hmm. to try and remember what I have under there or how many do I have under there for him. I can look at my sheet and see, oh, I just have, you know two more for not That wouldn't work in my more. house
1: because I would have to try to keep track of how many of the labels Moses had taken off and put on oh, something see, else. Oh, I, see, I cut them apart and I put them in a the little box and stick yeah, it Yeah, my- but my, okay, so I keep the managed, I like the managed Christmas app because I keep a list. So if I have an idea for someone, I'll throw it in their list and then you can mark it as mm-hmm. bought wrapped you know like you can I just
0: use one of those little like little disposable sort of notebooks and write in it but it works similar concept the
1: thing about this is that when I order tons of things on Amazon when the packages come in the day I keep, at Christmas season, I bring my roll of wrapping paper upstairs and I have it all out. So when I open the box, when the kids are at school, yeah. I wrap everything in the box.
0: Yeah. And see, and I wrap I just it, like,
1: label it. I just write their name with a Sharpie on top of it yeah. and I wrap it And there. see,
0: I just like having the labels because it's like the two gallon Ziploc for me where it, it helps me see yeah, yeah. who I have more to buy for. And I even number them because... I usually try to keep things like in the same general vibe like
1: so yeah yeah you're like bathrobes for everyone bathrobes or, a, or like, everybody
0: yeah. gets a book for this or everybody, gift, or everybody gets everybody a gets new outfit, outfit yeah. or everybody gets whatever and so I, I will have like Knox number one Jemima number one whatever so they all open their number ones their together. number ones the same time so because sometimes it can be very awkward if one kid got the big huge gift and somebody else got you know like here have some like, batteries uh you know what i mean it's you just got kind of me
1: a frisbee where it just
0: kind of keeps things <laughs> a little more orderly that way but anyway it's not like i i don't worry about it if they're slightly uneven it's just for me that helps keep a handle on how many totally to for. but look at we how long go. we've talked I all go. right time's up have fun guys we'll talk to you
1: another time bye
0: new saint andrews college thanks you for listening